Welcome to The Craft of Campaigns. I'm your host, Andrew Willis Garces. In this podcast, we go behind the headlines and hashtags, inviting movement storytellers to share lessons from social justice campaigns. Campaigns are a series of collective actions focused on winning a concrete demand beyond one-off mobilizations or election cycles. They have villains and heroes, teams that make plans to win and activate people on the sidelines. In each episode, we explore one campaign through firsthand interviews for key lessons, principles, and practices for organizers today. One takeaway from our season one listener survey was how many kinds of other podcasts you tune into between our episodes. Season two has got something for every kind of organizer podcast listener. For you true crime fans, we've got the story of Fortune 500 companies who were getting away with highway robbery, driving down the wages of tens of thousands of union janitors in the 1990s, following a realignment of global capital before they figured out how to turn the tables. We parked the school bus across the 14th Street Bridge and then people handcuffed themselves to the school bus. It was actually quite an elaborate action in terms of cars that went first, who stopped. It was like a military operation. The key thing about the bridge blocking was it was making a crisis for the entire city and the ruling class of Washington. We caught people's attention in a dramatic way. And another true crime redemption story of attempted vote rigging thwarted by organizers in Michigan, where the Defend Black Voters Coalition stopped a large utility company from fleecing ratepayers and forced corporations to stop supporting right-wing state legislators. We engaged them by land, sea, and air. We had like this banner drop off of a lighthouse. We had a contingent, you know, do a march on the Grand Hotel. We were like flying an airplane banner with naming all the companies and saying stop funding the attack on black voters. And so we got a lot of attention from that, made a lot of noise. And for all of you who love your celebrity romance and couples therapy shows, we'll hear about how scrappy direct action campaigners stole the hearts of executives at one of the country's largest banks becoming the only grassroots campaign to successfully put an end to the financing of fossil fuels. We did an action the following February in which we were trying to deliver something to PNC, a, a quilt that had been made by a hundred different people about loving mountains. And we were told by security that the bank is in negotiation about their mountaintop removal policy. We know a lot of you are listening to shows about self-improvement, performance and longevity, so we're bringing you the story of a campaign that won new protections for transgender transit riders, which forced the organizers to step up in ways that stretched them, not just because of the wardrobe it required. We framed this as a public drag show and and designed it so people showed up, we had our banners, we had flyers to pass out, and so we could engage people who were coming and going. And then myself and Max had kind of choreographed this this drag performance where Max dressed up as the general manager of Joe Casey and you know I was in like a feather boa and a hat and a flowery shirt. And for all of you downloading daily news and analysis, we've got one episode related to a campaign still unfolding. There have been hundreds of solidarity actions around the country this year flanking Stop Cop City in Atlanta. And we'll look at what lessons a Chicago campaign to stop a different police training facility might offer us. I think here for me, there are some parallels between No Cop Academy and Stop Cop City in the same way that I think we're able to get a lot of organizations who are not necessarily abolitionists at the table making abolitionist demands. I think also we 
part of the success of that and part of the ways that I think we were all pushed as organizers was we also had to use a range of tactics, both to to make the campaign accessible um, to people that we wanted to draw in, um, but also because we had to have real power analysis of what it was actually going to take. Speaking of abolitionist organizing, two months after our last episode aired on Durham Beyond Policing, the organizers won another huge victory. They got the city council to triple the budget of the community safety program, which the campaigners had designed and helped shape after the initial win several years before. The implementation phase of a campaign is one we'll take a look at more this season too, as many climate justice campaigners around the country are working to implement the potential wins for our cities and towns tucked inside the Federal Inflation Reduction Act. And you know how some podcasts have bonus content for their subscribers? Well, Training for Change has spent the last year cooking up so many more resources for you faithful listeners out there, like a campaign planning workbook and new workshops on campaigning, all of which have been made possible by individual donors, maybe even you. And they're going to be available exclusively to everyone, whether or not you click, like, subscribe, or donate, but doing all three of those helps too. We'll see you again for our first episode on February 27th.